The most important thing, self-confidence. Without that skill, we are useless. When you lose sight or belief in yourself, we're done for. What's goody, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Irrational Confidence coming at you with another pod. I'm so irrational, I come back from 03. I come back, back from 03 and win, win in six games. That's mm. how irrational I am. Mm. Mm. So that is uh, the only Clippers fan, the only true Clippers fan I've ever met. DJ J Pounds, a.k.a. Jordan Booth. Clippers in six. <laughs> I'm your host, Drew, as you know. Well, yo, so um, uh, we have a lot of topics to get to, to run through today. I know for once. Shout out to everybody who's been listening to our four topic shows for a while. You know, we, actually, <laughs> we actually got a little rundown today. <laughs> All right. So I want to start. We'll start with the Clippers, but a lot of people were concerned about you today. Um, we got a few hundred views on this so far. On our Instagram, shout out to you for not being on the IG anymore. I understand why. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and play what I posted today because a lot of people were just real concerned about you, all right? All right. All right. So, Yo, so we so, here at TVP right, are asking all our friends, family, and followers, listeners to please send your thoughts and prayers to our good friend, Jordan Booth. Jordan's <clears throat> really going through it right now. It's kind of hard to talk about, but... He's really going through it, man, because he's a diehard Clippers fan. And the Clippers fucking suck. Year after year, why did they do this to you, Jordan? Why do they do it to you like this? Year after year, you root for this squad, and they just continue to break your heart. You just root for a bunch of losers, dog. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Your life has to be this way. But you chose to root for losers, so... Kind of on you. Make sure you check out the pod night. <laughs> so we got a bunch Rude. of people who got got. <laughs> a lot of people did not. They, they, a lot of people found it funny. And a lot of people were like, man, you didn't have to do them like that. I thought <laughs> I thought some shit really happened. Uh, Brad was like, I thought, man, I thought we lost a real one. I thought we lost a member of TVP. <laughs> I was about to wear that RIP shirt proudly. <laughs> I was about to get a tap for you, dog. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be hectic. Man. Uh, so, how are you feeling? You're saying Clippers in six, huh? <laughs> Clippers, in, Clippers in five. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling right now. Oh, man. I mean, it's no secret Luca's been been murdering us. I mean, literally, you know, scoring buckets and then talking all sorts of shit in Slovenian. So, I mean... That that man's definitely got it going, but we have. I think we we're. I think we're too deep. Honestly, we're too deep. I just don't like the way the roster is assembled. Honestly, man, like um, y'all got a lot of people who get a bucket, but you don't have many people who can set anyone up. Anyone else up, right? Like everyone could get their own bucket, but there's there's very few people on that roster that really can can set other folks up. You know what I mean? I don't, and I think the biggest thing is that like. When you say create your own bucket, it's like when you talk about somebody who can create their own bucket, you think of somebody who can create their own their own shot, their own bucket in multiple ways. I think we have a lot of like 
players who can score, but they're scoring only in a specialty way. Like Nicholas, Nicholas Batum is catch and shoot. Mm. Morris is um, mid-dribble pull-up or fadeaway. Morris is Kawhi, scared of the fourth quarter, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kawhi is pretty much mid-range pull-up only, spot-up threes. And then when he's really going like he was uh, last night, I mean, he can do a lot more. But even he has some type of offensive limitations, even being able to score 41. Yep. Paul George is probably our most diverse offensive threat, but he just has a history of not showing up in these moments. So I think it's definitely going to come down to probably Paul George at the end of this series, but I'm still I'm still hopeful. If they can win two in L.A., we can win two in Dallas, you know? That's the most the most optimistic thing saying I have for you out there is that if they can win two in LA, we can definitely win two in Dallas. So we'll see. Um yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Like I think y'all can make it happen. I don't. No, I'm lying. I'm trying to be hopeful for y'all. I think it's a wrap. I think it's a rap ski. I just don't think <clears throat> I I think um who is your uh who is your GM out there now? I just don't think that they have the dudes in the locker room because you need one of your vocal leaders to be one of the best players on the team, right? And say what you will about Draymond and his limited offense, especially now, but he is a vocal leader and he is always regarded as one of the best players on the Warriors. So you always need that dude, right? And Kawhi just doesn't say nothing, shows up late all the time, comes up from San Diego, all that, right? And you just don't have a team that really feels like it has chemistry. And Pat Bev cannot be the voice of reason on that squad. You know what I mean? And yeah. when the when the game gets really, you know, time to nut up, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kawhi's a killer. We all know that. But besides Kawhi, like, I mean, Paul George shrinks in these moments year after year. Uh, Morris, for whatever reason, he, he kept passing out of, open opportunities last night um same with pg pg had an open opportunity to drive to the rim and caught the ball and just looked like he didn't he didn't even want it. he immediately kicked it out to the corner you know and it's just stuff like that which makes it hard for me to believe in your squad man yeah i mean i think the biggest thing that we were exposed on and this is starting even last year that we're a highly uh jump shot oriented team like the the shot that we take the most is a two point jumper, you know, and that's just a really hard shot to get overall. Yeah, and I think you know once those start stop falling, you know, you don't really have too many guys that are going to the rim, you know, fancy lays, floaters, those different types of shots. So once those jumpers start falling, you know, it's very easy to go to you know to not score for four to five minutes. Yeah, which creates a lot of issues. So. Yeah, I mean, it's all that's always definitely been a concern of mine, especially last year against the Nuggets. Exposed the fact that you know that if we're not hitting shots, you know, we're basically a non-existent team. And it's like the same argument that they had with the the early Warriors. You know, the early Dubs with Clay and Clay and Steph, and even when KD got there, just the fact that if you know if they stop hitting shots, what's going to happen? But the thing will happen that they never stop hitting shots, and yeah. we're not that great of a shooting team. So it's like a quite catch twenty two. You would think we'd be We'd be able to better stop a Luka Doncic, but with Kristaps Porzingis playing as well as he's played this series as well, it's it's a tough situation. But if they, we can, if they can win two in LA, we can win two in Dallas. So that's where I'm at. All right, well we'll see, bro. Uh, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> and if not, blow it. Let's blow it up. Let's blow it up next year. 
<laughs> Yo, um, let's. I want to stay on hoop real quick, and then we'll move on because we got a lot of shit to cover. But uh, I, I wanted to jump over to the other side of LA, the real LA squad, the Lakers, getting oh, the dub yeah. last night. What do you think about their chances of not only getting out of this series but ending up uh, in the finals again this year? I mean, after seeing last night's game, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that they win that series. Mm. I mean, especially with Chris Paul being hurt as That's well. Huge. I mean, is, That's yeah, huge. That's huge. This has been, and it sucks for him because it's been the narrative, you know, since he went to Houston. Yeah. Is that, you know, they get all the way to the point to where they should be able to go on to the next round or look like the favorite and look like they're outplaying the other team and then he gets hurt and then everything goes downhill. So <laughs> I think the Lakers definitely showed what they were made of last night with the hurt Chris Paul. And even with Chris Paul at 100%, I think the way that they showed they could play last night, it would still be a tough series for the Phoenix for the Phoenix Suns to pull out. But with the hurt Chris Paul, it's, it's very easy to say that the Lakers are going to win this win this in six games. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. What about coming out of the West? What do you? How do you like their chances coming out? I mean, you got to think about it. Utah's hurt. Yep. Uh, you know, Phoenix. Phoenix is the next team. They're going to beat Phoenix. You would you would guess them to beat Phoenix. I don't see Denver being able to do it to them. I don't see Portland being able to yeah. do it to them. The only matchup for them to lose would be, you know, I mean, who who's really there to beat them? You know, I, I thought Utah matched up perfectly just because they're so big, but then they still have that uh, perimeter shooting. But if Donovan Mitchell isn't right, you know, they might fuck around and lose to the Grizzlies. <laughs> like, real talk, yeah. John, John Dylan Brooks, Brooks are playing, going crazy. So, yep. I mean... Uh, Donovan Mitchell's first game back in what I think of like a month and a half right, to, right. tonight. So like, you know, uh, Jordan Clarkson's been playing really well being the sixth man of the year, but it's like, you know, they could very easily not, not get past the Grizzlies. That's so it's facts. like, yeah. So just like, it seems like again, just like last year is setting up to be a perfect storm for the Lakers where they play, you know, three teams that they're definitely better than. Right even being the seventh seed or whatever. And it's, it seems like an easy road. I don't see them winning the championship against the nets or even the bucks for that matter. If the bucks were to make it, but they're definitely getting out of the West unless something drastic happens with these other teams. Agreed. Agreed. All right, let's move on. Um, so Drake was named billboard music awards, uh, artists of the decade. And before I get your thoughts on that, I wanted to say, social media, man, people are so quick. I jumped on. I saw that he was uh, on Instagram. I saw that he won Artist of the Decade. I already knew that. I saw it on Complex, whatever, and he's walking out there with his kid. And I was like, ooh, I got a good joke. And I was like, Pusha T really shamed this man into being a good father. Mm. And I just scrolled the comments real quick before I posted it. And about 30 other people had the same joke. And I was just sorely disappointed because I was like, this is a good one. He, 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 you know, like, so I might get I might get a blue check for this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it did not happen. But what do you think about Drake winning Artist of the Year? Did you think he was the obvious choice or was there someone else? I mean, he's the only choice, honestly. Yeah. You know, the, the most consistent, the most, you know, celebrated the most talented artist that we've had in the last 10 years and arguably he could probably win it 10 more years from now realistically yeah. you know so it's like um, i think it was an easy decision shout out to him i mean i think he's kind of always been on the fringe of thinking that he's 
respected but not respected enough and hopefully this mm. works him towards you know feeling that love that he you know his getting his flowers while he's still here basically yeah i feel you yeah i mean it was an obvious choice only person who could really rival him would be rihanna but rihanna for all her hits it has not been as consistent you know her new album that was supposed to drop like two years ago still ain't come out so you know drake puts something out pretty much every year you know I mean, even with features, like, Rihanna doesn't even stay relevant with features, so. Yeah, I mean, like, the, what was the last big feature she did? Uh, Loyalty with Kendrick? Yeah. That was, like, three yep. years ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, three, four years ago, so. Yeah, shouts to Drake. I'll give him, I'll, I'll give him that. He, he deserved it. But, yeah, definitely, definitely push the T did did put put a little emphasis on my man being the father of the year. Shout out, shout out to all my, uh hesitant fathers out there you know sometimes somebody got to put it on sometimes somebody's got to put it on front street you know and that'll give you the wake-up call you need so you know shout out shout out to push king push i mean yeah if you gotta if you gotta be shamed into being a good dad as long as you get there right it's not how you got there it's, it's where it's not it's not uh where you're from it's where you're at right <laughs> yeah your kids that your kid ain't gonna remember fucking you not wanting to claim them from zero months to seven months yeah. nobody's gonna remember that right until he hears uh, Pusha T's diss track. Right. Um, yo, so you put on the rundown, uh, Klarna, Afterpay for flights and lodging. So that's yes, big sir. news. So I, I definitely want to get your take on that. Yeah, so you're, you're familiar with Klarna and Afterpay and all those yeah. different things. Yeah. For those of you who aren't, basically you're breaking up uh, payments for uh, actually a variety of things. They have... Uh, Flights, uh, lodging, you know, Airbnbs, even clothes. You can purchase in installment payments. You know, you could take that uh, $300 Givenchy shirt and uh, break it down into four payments of uh, $75, $55, you know, and do that real quick. So um, I just think it's really interesting. You know, we have people traveling the world basically off, uh, you know, $100 installment payments every month. And I just think it's a, it's might be the new way for people to – to live their life, you know, because I mean, there's always times I think everybody's experienced this where you want to do something, but you're just like, mm, is this the smart thing to do? You yeah. know, well, here's the thing. Um, if you have to uh, pay for a Givenchy shirt on uh, on installments, probably don't need the shirt, Doug. But you got to be fresh, though. But you got to be you fresh. Really don't. Not, you, Not that no, much. You, like, no, you have to be fresh. No, though. you could. You don't need to go into debt to pay fucking for a t-shirt i'm sorry but what, but what will the hoes think the hoes won't know if you wear if you can you can still pull if if you got it you can put the whole outfit together for 200 bucks the shoes tie everything together everything else just needs to be decent you know what i mean get a this decent pair true. of kicks get a decent pair of jeans and then get a plain shirt a plain black shirt works just fine yeah you can fruit of the loom it for sure yeah and yeah. just remember if if you're having a front to uh, to attract the ladies, just remember the ladies you're attracting ain't really into you. You know what I mean? They're into the person you're portraying yourself to be. So if you're trying to find one that's like you know want to settle down with, you know staying on Front Street ain't ain't the way. Everybody ain't everybody ain't looking for that though. We live in a world of of painted on hairlines and and uh you know fake eyelashes and you know fake butts. So I mean. A lot of people are out there, you know, portraying a different, a different, uh, you know, picture than what we see. But you know what? That's just how life is. Yeah. 
we got to keep up. We got to keep up. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I, and it ain't for me, but I'm also. If, if Klarna gets you that trip to Abu Dhabi, you know, who am I to judge? I understand it a bit more for vacations and stuff. Just make sure you're uh, you're spending you're 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 planning that out financially. You know, I'm trying to get to Bora Bora. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> oh man, let's stay on the money topic. So, uh, you must have read a report that Bi- Biden is actually likely to drop the student loan forgiveness. Yeah, pretty much he's got no traction from the House of Representatives or pretty much anybody who was of any importance in that decision-making process. So he seems to be leaning towards dropping, you know, that whole loan forgiveness bill, which was, I mean, for some of those people who, you know, went to USC and dropped out after two years and have those very large lump sums, it wasn't a lot. He's only was planning on doing, I think, 10000 for every year for about five years for any loaner. So, I mean... For a lot of people, that would be a nice chunk of change, and that would definitely take care of my student loans. Same. But for some of you out there, I know it wouldn't, but still, I think it was a good move in the right direction. I think it was something that he ran on in the beginning as far as, you know, giving more love to millennials and progressive people and, you know, opening up lots of opportunities. And this is it's disappointing. It's disappointing because I stopped paying my shit in order to see if I could get that. Uh, 10,000. Yeah, it's some bullshit. And to all you motherfuckers out there that are some haters, like, well, I paid off my student loans. That doesn't seem fair. Let me put it to you like this. If you... If you got really, really sick, you got the flu, right? But your friend over here never got... Didn't get the flu this season. Would you be sitting here like, well, I had to suffer. I got the flu. Why didn't this dude? Do you know what I mean? Like, he should suffer too. It's such backwards thinking. Like, well, I got myself out of it. They should too. Like, what are you talking about? And we knew this was going to happen. I I don't trust any politicians. Y'all are all full of shit. He got the younger base riled up like, yeah, I'm going to actually do something financially to help y'all out. And oh wait, never mind. No, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, and that's the reason why Democrats are slowly losing, you know, progress and traction in Congress because this is something they consistently do. You know, like I'm not a fan of the Republican candidates that we've had in the past, or even that we probably will futurely have. But you can't lie and say that the world isn't, you know, from the outside looking in, a better place for the average consumer when a Republican is the president. You know. Gas yeah. prices are lower, more jobs, less homeless, uh, more opportunities. We're not, uh, debt isn't as, is, isn't as bad. Of course, there's no freebies being handed out like student loan forgiveness, but that also wasn't promised from the jump. So That's facts, just, yeah. Just some food for thought. That's facts. Um, yeah, man. All right, well, let's, let's keep it pushing. That's just disappointing news. I didn't mean to bring the show down like that. That wasn't, that wasn't cool. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the, everybody's talking about potentially he might use an executive order to get that passed. But it's like if you had one like Trump card, you know, you telling me to give everybody fifty thousand dollars in free debt uh, for education. You tell me that's what you would use it on. I don't know if that's what you would use it on as a presidential uh, elect. Well, yeah, I mean, if you only had one, I mean. I don't know, bro. There's so many problems in this country. Like, exactly. You know, like, where do you even start? I mean, the job is hard. So I'm not putting on any 
just one presidency. Like we've had some fucked up presidents and all that, and a lot of fucked up politicians. But the job is hard, and like when you put it like that, like yeah, it's it's like you're gonna use you can let's say it, in this hypothetical, you only have one executive order. Like that's pretty tough. Like there's a lot of things you could help. And whatever you do, there's nothing that is going to universally help everybody. I think no the, the one thing you could do, the one thing, but it's not, but there, it wouldn't be one fell swoop. But one place you could help the entire country is just with the with education in general, from K through college, whether it's loan forgiveness or what more just like equal opportunity when it comes to education really pour money and resources into our education and what we're teaching kids and you know all of that if you really i think that would have the most profound effect because it's going to be the people the generation behind us that's going to be deciding all of this for us when we're older and we're not as capable to contribute to the workforce and as in demand, right? Like they're going to be the ones having to figure this out. And if we would actually teach the shout out to all the good teachers out there, but y'all are operating. If you're in a public school, especially you're operating with one hand tied behind your back. You know what I mean? So, I mean, education reform is where personally, if I had one executive order, I would do something there. But again, it's not an easy fix. Like, all right, you no longer owe you know, a third of your debt or a quarter of your debt, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that helps the people that already went through the shitty education system that we have, but that doesn't help us in the future. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and the way motherfuckers are spending their stimulus money, right? Like, it's not like a, a whole lot of these people are going to turn around and invest. Like, they're going to go, you know, oh, I... That's $10,000 essentially back in my pocket. I'm going to go buy a whip. I'm going to go buy new J's. Like, and I'm not saying I wouldn't be one of those people. <laughs> you know? I said hella SRTs at the light. Hella fucking. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, hella Hellcats just right. posted up. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, all right. Moving forward. Yo, you put G uh, Shocks are coming back, huh? Yes, sir. So, I, I mean, I just wanted to touch base with you. I know, we're, again, regionally, we're both Californians, yeah. but we're regionally, we have a, a little bit of differences growing up just because of the areas we're from. Yeah. Were G-Shocks a thing when in your area? Oh, yeah. Babe, G-Shocks were a thing for you, too? Okay, so my, uh, my fiance also said that G-Shocks were a big thing in Chico. Yeah, G-Shocks, G-Shocks were huge. Mm-hmm. G-Shocks were huge when I was in high school. The white G-Shock, they had the red one with yep. the face. And, and there, it was a very simple face. It kind of reminds me, if you're a, a watch connoisseur out there, the original Casio. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it looked like the original Casio in a lot of ways, but it was just a lot more life-proof. It was made, for me, I feel like it was perfectly made for a younger generation. Somebody who's going to be drinking, fighting, and fucking just <laughs> doing whatever, you know? Because that's what G-Shocks were for, for yeah. me, at least. So... Those are making a comeback. A lot of people have been recycling their old G-Shocks and embedding uh, diamonds in the faces of them. I think it's a little tacky looking. If you haven't seen that, I advise you to go check some out. But uh, just wanted to talk about that a little bit. You know how everything comes back full circle and want to see your opinion on everything. Uh, Yeah, no, I think G-Shocks are dope. I like a simple watch. I'm not a dude who uh, I've always had. Right now is the time in my life since I've been a teenager that I have the least amount of watches. I used to have a decent little collection. 
But I never spent a ton of money on watches. I just got what I thought looked cool, and I kind of like a more plain, simple look. You know what I'm saying? That's always been like more my my vibe. So um, yeah, no, I'm, that's that's dope <laughs> that they're coming back. But everything's coming back. All the '90s in general is is huge right now. And you ladies with your '90s jeans, like y'all can knock it off because those look ridiculous. Which one's the, uh, the, the high rise jeans. joints? The mom, the mom jeans. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, we don't need those. We really, we really just don't need those. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the old school watch gang though. Bring back Techno Marines. <laughs> bring back Techno Marines. Bring back Jacob watches. I want, I want it all. I want it all. I feel you. I feel you. Um, yo, so. I just did, since we're on the topic of fashion, I did want to give some sneaker drops. Uh, coming out tomorrow, Nike Air Force One Low Spades are pretty fire. Uh, coming out, I think it's on the third, or the Jordan 4. Let me see here. Where are they? Uh, yeah, the Jordan 4 White Oreos are coming out. Um, April 3rd, you got the Jordan 3 Racer Blues. And my personal favorite, the only other shoe drop I need, the only one I need this summer is an Air, Air Jordan 1 High OG Electro Oranges. I need these really bad. They're Giants colors. They're hard as F. And um, they come out on my boy Brendo RIP, his birthday. He was the biggest Giants fan I knew. He obviously had passed away since. And uh, they come out on his birthday. So I absolutely... More than anything in this world, I that's that's a purchase I have to make. Um, so yeah, be, you've been talking about those for a while. Yeah, so I, I got to cop those. And there's some other kicks coming out, but those are, I mean, you can look them up for yourself. But <laughs> not, not not at the top of your list. Not at the top of my list. I mean, the Cool Grays coming out this holiday. I got to cop those. Uh, I had them when I was in high school. So for me, it's so much nostalgia about it, right? Like. And I've been on a real nostalgia tip for whatever reason, probably because I'm old. Uh, and this Not probably. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> because I'm old. Thank you. Uh, you're always there for me, Jordan. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but um, so last week I filled in uh, for the latest craze on KZFR FM ninety point one KZFR. You know what it is. Um, and Grant asked me to do a throwback hip hop show, so I just put an hour together of some throwback hip-hop and i'm gonna do the same uh actually tomorrow so you can check that out kzfr.org it'll be live at 11 30 um but people have really really responded to it bro like oh I'm, i might pull up at 11 30 oh, 11 30 p.m huh uh-uh a.m oh you don't got work now i'm working i'm pre i have to pre-record tomorrow oh yeah but oh. We're, we're we're talking about uh me doing it live like Start starting soon. I'll just take my lunch break and do do the show and come right back to work. That'd be hard. That <laughs> would be dope. That would be a good way to break up the day. You know, hit hit the pita pit real quick or something. Yep, you already know. Yeah. You already yep. know. So I'm gonna actually go and talk to my boss about it tomorrow. But it got me got me thinking uh, just about like you know Ooh. throwback tracks in general and the weekend. It's a three-day weekend. We're right here. There's going to be backyard barbecues. People down here are going to be floating the river. It's going to be all that. So I wanted to ask you about, give me five tracks, throwbacks that just make you feel good, you know? 
Oh yeah, for sure. And before we before I get to that, I just wanted to say that those uh as far as kicks go, those oh, retro yeah. those retro Oreos, those are pretty solid. Those are hard. I'm thinking about copping them and just having Steph uh paint them for me. I mean, yeah, because they are kind of plain. Like, honestly, I'd probably just go with the regular four at yeah. that point. Yeah, they're real plain. But, but honestly, I've been feeling a, a lot of these low-top dunks coming out. Like, I could see myself spending, like, $1,500 cash money on <laughs> on a, an assortment of dunks if I was able to see, like, all the colors. Bro, the dunks are hard. Those New York versus New York, those ones coming out with the ice soles, me and, me and homie Will were just looking at them. They're so cool, bro. Oh, my God. And dunks resell ridiculous, bro. You get cop a pair of dunks after taxes for like uh, one ten, then you can resell them for like four or five hundred dollars. Nostalgia, man. Nostalgia for sure. It's crazy, bro. But yeah, but yeah. So, so give me. You got five tracks. That you give me. Hey, I got them. I got them right here. All right. So I got five tracks, all from the nineties. Uh, start off. Start off kind of easy. Everybody, everybody. Black box. If you haven't heard it, I mean. You know, before two PM, one of the be- one of the best songs you listen to. Everybody, everybody, Black Box. Uh, next, another radio throwback. Better off alone, DJ Alice. I just thought it just the pop of the vibe. It can go with multiple. You know, if you're trying to get fucked up, you can bump that bump that in the background. Or if you're just trying to chill out and you know living. Yep. Yep. If you're trying to post up and living the living the nineties a little bit, you can also live in that too. Uh, Fly like the eagle. But this is a very specific uh, song. There's there's multiple versions of Fly Like Eagle. We don't want the Steve Miller band version. We want the Seal version, which is on the Space Jam soundtrack, the original Space Jam soundtrack. So if you're listening to Fly Like an Eagle, you want it with my man Seal. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you that's what you want to hear. That's what you want. That's the that's the equivalent of potato salad with no raisins in it. No <laughs> no additionals. That's that's what you want right there. Uh, another slap. Dreams. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Didn't right. didn't know didn't know Fleetwood Mac from a, from a can of paint for the longest time. But in the last <laughs> year, I've definitely picked up a couple songs. Dreams by Fleetwood Mac is definitely a slapper. And last, Electric Field by MGMT. <laughs> Hey, there you go. That's a man. That was all right. That was on my list too. All right. Uh, great list, man. You went all over the map. I really, really dig your list, and now I'm jealous that uh, I'm jealous of your list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, when we DJ and do like our events and stuff like that, you know, I you know I usually live in the '80s and '90s yeah. for the first you know hour or two of any any set or any type of appearance that we're doing. So yes, sir. I'm super familiar with all this type of music for sure. The latest craze, the latest craze wouldn't be ready for your boy. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do mine. I got to do Will Smith "Summertime." Always yes. a bop. You can't you can't not just have a good time to that. Um, Ice Cube, you know how we do it. Coming from the West Side, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. every time I hear that track, I'm like, "Yep, this is this is the one." Um, uh what is it oh oh my god hold on sorry uh oh yeah empire of the sun walking on Mm -hmm. a dream every time you hear that it's just a good summer bop you know what i mean like that was the honorable mention on my list yes okay there you go there you go um uh oh god i lost sorry i've lost my list here uh 
amigo. Well, I can I can just kind of riff. Um, <laughs> Kanye West, Flashing Lights. Uh, it's not a '90s jam, but it's still when I hear that during the summertime, I'm like, "Yep," you know, just like. I mean, I think we're at a point where anything past or anything before 2006 is considered a throwback. Yeah, in a in a way, in a way, I think that's fair. I th- I think that's fair. Um, and then uh, I got to oh man, this one's hard. But Tribe Called Quest, check the rhyme. When that beat drops, it's always like. You just know you. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's such a such a good vibe, you know. <laughs> See me, not the biggest tribe fan, but that's fair. Yeah, but definitely, definitely, people. I know a lot of people swear by tribe. Maybe I'm just born born a couple years too late with that, though. That's fair. That's fair. Um, before we get out of here, you got any new music or anything you want you want to share with the folks? Um, honestly, you know what? There is nothing that dropped after the off season that's it really worth talking about personally for me yeah that's fair the polo g and Lil wayne track goes kind of hard but that's that's about it yeah like gang gang and then like roddy rich and wayne have a song with like Birdman. that's like yep. decent it's all but right like, yeah like those are literally the only two songs that i've that i could like really think about that that's new music past the off season that i really listening to and, and push i see dropped a new album which is decent, but I get Pooh Shy. She's not everybody's cup of tea. So I just haven't spent the time to really check them out. So um, if you send me a track or two, I'll, I'll give it a shot for sure. You know? All right. And then before we get out of here, um, Chance the Rapper is hosting a reboot of Punked. Are you interested? No. I don't like Good. practical jokes. I don't like practical jokes at all. I think they're annoying. And you know like, what? Most African Americans don't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, the slippery I'm not, slope. I'm not interested at all. And then uh, DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers will be playing uh, Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson on July 6th, and a similar thing to that Peyton Manning oh, dope. and Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods did last year. Yeah, interested in that at all? Yeah, I like hearing the like back and forth a little bit. I, I mean, I say I'm interested, but like we'll see if I actually watch. If it's on and I'm chilling, and I'm like flipping through, and it's on, I'll check it out, right? But I'm not gonna schedule yeah. my weekend around it. Oh, not at all. Yeah, I think. It, I mean, I think the last one that we seen with Brady and uh, Brady and Peyton, it was really good, just because it was on TNT. Charles Barkley narrated it or announced for it. It was a perfect storm as far as you know for most people who are like. I, I don't say I that don't say I watch a lot of golf, but like I'm a probably like a novice beginner mm-hmm. golf fan as far as watching it goes. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, bro. The summer's here. It's hot as fuck in Northern California now. It's about to be one oh eight next week, which is just dumbass hot. Like June That's was just like sick. Yo, I'm in your face now. I'm here, bitch. <laughs> right, this is what it's gonna be for the rest of for the next ninety days. The June one forever, bro, man. It's I, uh, I just when it gets to above, when it gets to the triple digits, I'm just like, why do I, what? I miss the bay, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's but not, it's not gonna good. be any better up here. Summertime, summertime's a beautiful thing, though, man. So I'm not gonna complain. We got the river coming up. Uh, we'll be floating that a lot. Golf's always cracking in the mornings during the summer, so I'm looking forward to it, bro. Yeah, there's going to be some good times to be had this summer for sure. Making memories. Yes, sir. 
Uh, all right, bro. Well, I'm going to get at you. Good show, as always. Nice catching up. You want to say anything to the people before we get out of here? You know what? Don't count my Clippers out yet. And if you talking to Smack, put some money down. That's all <laughs> I got to say. You talking shit, put some money down. Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Other than that, if you, if you don't want to put no money down, be quiet. Just be quiet. <laughs> All right, y'all know where to find me, the J Rose Show on Instagram. Uh, you can check for all the shows there too. So uh, yeah, it's been real, y'all. From the West Side with love. Peace. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> <laughs>